Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Live Fit Listens podcast, a safe space of growth, personal development, and overall wellness with your host, Olivia Catania. Diving into the realms of all things health, conscious living, mental expansion, and much more, this podcast is designed to help you evolve into your best self and live fit. Let's get into the show. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to the Lift It Listens podcast. Today, we're on episode 93. I hope you guys are doing well. Thank you guys so much for tuning back in this week. I have been freaking busy, busy, busy. Let me just tell you, I feel like I have been working nonstop, like just working on something. I just feel like I have a lot going on between Lift Fitness with like three videos a week. It's very much so like film, edit, upload, film, edit, upload to get everything like up on time. Um, I feel like I've been really active on like Instagram as well and just like getting content for Instagram and TikTok. I've also been posting on YouTube shorts, going live once a week. And the biggest bear of anything is that I've also been um, finalizing my merch and like finally getting those merch orders out and kind of dealing with things that happen with that. So I just feel like I've been working on things like nonstop, but it's been good. Like I don't really feel like it's feeling fulfilling, which is good. And I can feel myself like I feel like I'm going to need a kind of regrouping period at the end of this month before the new year. But right now I'm feeling very proud, very accomplished because I've also still been prioritizing like pure rest. You know, I feel like in the past I would try to do things that allowed me to rest but they still had this underlying intention of like personal development type thing and now I've been like purely just reading fiction books to be able to like unplug and like just enjoy my leisure time watching a few more movies things like that and I feel like I've been really balancing work and like really being productive in that time that I am working but then also having rest period where I'm actually don't have any other ulterior motive of being productive and like allowing myself just to be and ironically it's really been helping my productivity and you know effectiveness when it does come to getting work done so that actually takes us to the gratitude that I had today I am so thankful that merch is like finally up and going underway. This has been such a long process. Um, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you heard there's like a little bit of a mishap that was kind of a road bump. It didn't cause too big of a problem, but it did have, it did make a delay of about a well, one week delay. Um, but everything's all good now. I was packing orders before this and I just feel like this has been such a huge long process of like just literally from thinking of the raw ideas, getting inspiration, having different sketches to finding a graphic designer, working with the graphic designer, you know, finding what apparel I want to use of brands, fabrics, fits, how to find a printing company, knowing the different methods and ways that you can print on a shirt and how it's going to impact the way that it's printed, the way that it looks, you know, learning how to make a freaking, excuse me, learning how to use a like printable 
printer maker, how to actually make shipments affordably as well, packaging options. Like this has been endless. Like I truly have learned how to run a small e-commerce business, literally also learning how to do my website and like making the website have commerce on it and all this sort of stuff. Like it has been a project. Let me tell you, like I literally started this back when I was in Costa Rica in case you guys didn't know is when I like initially started to dabble with the sketches. So like this has been months and months and months and months in the making. And so finally seeing kind of like the end stretch of like getting all these orders fulfilled and all that, it's finally starting to feel rewarding. Like it's been super stressful at times. And now kind of seeing that, you know, light at the end of the tunnel, it's been a really good feeling. I feel really accomplished and I cannot wait for you guys who ordered pieces to have them. I know it's going to be so surreal seeing you guys like wear Live Fit and rep Live Fit and want to rep the brand. So it's finally starting to feel very rewarding. And so I'm just thankful that we're finally moving forward on that merch and things are getting shipped out. Alrighty, moving into today's episode, we are talking all about how to deal with negative people and negative environments. This one has been requested quite a few times over the past months. And I just need to disclaim and say, I am definitely not the best at this, especially when it comes to family. I find it personally the most hard for me to really embody my best self and like this version of myself that I'm constantly affirming to become when I'm around people who kind of almost molded the old me, if that makes sense. It's like just always a really interesting time when you're back in an old environment, when you don't feel like it's aligning with the newer version of yourself. And sometimes I feel like that with my family, we've gotten so much better, but there's still definitely like old cycles of trauma that's still there a hundred percent. Like we've improved in some things and some things are exactly the same as they've always been. So I just feel like sometimes it's hard to fully you know, protect your energy in those spaces, especially like I live in a very, with a very passionate Italian family. Like we are all in each other's business. Like we care about each other a lot, but like I'm saying, it's just very passionate. So there's a lot of emotions. Um, and you know, with that can be good and bad emotions in that mix. So I just want to say that like, I am not perfect by any means, but I think trying goes a really, really long way. And it really does make a difference. And it even can shift the family dynamic. Sometimes it only takes one person making a conscious shift that really can evoke shifts among everyone else in the family. And before we get into some of these like tangible tips and kind of steps, if you will, that I have for you, I just want to reiterate and remind all of you guys listening that your energy really truly is your own responsibility. Now, don't get me wrong, like your, your, excuse me, your environment, the people you're around totally do have an impact on you. Like that's obviously a whole other thing. Like that's why it's so important to surround yourself with good people and to be in an environment where you're flourishing. Right. But at the same time, it's like, we can't play victim and just say like, I'm in this mood because of this thing that's outside of myself. Like you need to understand you always have the power. You always have the end say of what you're choosing to accept and how you're choosing to react to a situation or how you're choosing to respond to a situation. So no matter how frustrating your environment may be or how frustrated you may be, with a certain friend that you have that you see at school or in the workplace like you need to understand your health your happiness and your healing is all your responsibility and so you can't sit here and blame these environments these people even though that's the easy thing to do at the end of the day that is you declaring victimhood and that is you basically just surrendering to your environment and saying they have the power over me this person at work has control over my emotional state this you know step sibling has this 
power over my emotional state. It's like, how does that make you feel when you actually switch that narrative and call it what it is and see it in that perspective? You're like, wait a minute, I'm really letting this person who I don't really like very much have like who now I'm letting them like dictate my quality of life. When you look at it that way, it's kind of like, hold up, like remember who you are, remember your power, remember the capacity and the capabilities that you have and you're emotional state your energetic state is truly always up to you it always is going to come down to you you always have the final say so you do not need to feel obligated to absorb these other people's energies or emotions or just these this negativity so the first tip that I have for you guys and this one is major I notice a big difference with this a lot with myself I notice this a big difference anyways with doing this when I'm alone or not, but especially when family's in town, this is really important for me to take time to do or else I'm kind of literally just a bomb waiting to go off during the day because I'm so much more easily triggered. And so this point, this first point, excuse me, is to take care of yourself first. And what I mean by this is mindful mornings, filling up your cup, aligning your energy, choosing how you want to feel that day, choosing how you want to act that day, and just kind of sitting in stillness and just regrouping. When you're kind of knowing, like, because I just feel like there's a lot of you guys listening who also really relate to me in the sense of like, y'all live in chaotic families or some toxic families. And I just wanted to know, like, I'm my sincerest apologies. I understand more than anyone how just frustrating and honestly draining it can be. And so taking time in the morning to actually like center yourself, ground yourself, go over your affirmations, meditate if you need to. It's like if you're about to step into a huge chaos zone, it's if you are already going into that chaos zone full of chaos yourself by not taking care of yourself first, you're going to be way more easily manipulated and vulnerable in that huge windstorm of chaos because you're already a leaf in the wind and so you're just going to get tousled around in there but when you take a second to actually center yourself ground yourself regroup yourself and become rooted in your beliefs and how you want to show up that day and how you want to live consciously that day you become more rooted quite literally and also figuratively of course but like quite literally and so it's like when you do go into that chaotic environment you're you are already rooted and grounded and so no matter what's happening around around you with the chaos you're not going to get blown up in the windstorm because you've already taken a second to kind of lay down your bolts if you will to stay rooted in your true self and in your consciousness and like to stay present and all that so I think it goes a really big way long way to just practice practice I feel like I can't speak today my brain is moving faster than my mouth but just doing any something mindful in the morning even if that's just reading like taking time to yourself first to fill up your cup and to attend to yourself first pouring time and energy into yourself will make you way more patient and way more way less explosive I should say and way less vulnerable to your circumstances around you it also always makes me feel more resilient in the face of chaos because it's almost again like I've taken time to put on my armor. It's kind of another way to think of it. It's like when you're not taking time to take care of yourself, you're not doing any mindfulness, you're like raw dog in life and you're just going in there, you know, naked, butt naked. You don't have your armor on. You have nothing of protection. You're just go, you're just exposed. You're vulnerable and you're a leaf in the wind. And so doing some sense of morning routine is kind of you figuratively putting on your armor, not in the sense that you're blocking out the world. It's just you protecting your energy. And in these states of chaos, of toxicity, right, of just lower 
conscious conversations and interactions, all this sort of stuff. Like it really helps to protect your peace first before you go into that whole scene because taking time to sit in stillness and collect yourself and ground yourself like really helps to minimize the wrath of that chaos once you throw yourself in there. Next tip that I have is I always, I've definitely mentioned this before on my podcast, And that is the concept of an energetic force field. This is something that I kind of had coined the the term a little bit when it was just something that helped me, like when I would be around negative people, because this was a big thing for me when I first kind of started into my spirituality or started into more personal development and mindfulness and self-awareness. Like that was a really big thing I struggled with was the people around me that aren't doing the same. And that was honestly the first layer that I kind of had to peel back in order to advance and deepen into this journey was I most definitely removed people from my life that I felt like were cinder blocks on my foot. I don't feel like every person in my life needs to be adding value and like raising me up 15 levels and like, how can I benefit? from them. I don't think that's the case for the people in my life. That's not what I believe. But if I do believe someone in my life is a cinder block on my foot and or is disrupting my peace of mind or is taking away my quality of life or is like draining to be around, like you, you, you bet you're going to be at least distanced in my life. And that's just has to go back to you respecting yourself and knowing that you truly are all that you have in life and that you need to be your best self first in order to be your best self for others. And that's just kind of respecting your worth and not valuing other people over yourself. You know, it's, it's all going back to kind of that self-love narrative of it's really is an act of self-love to truly only accept people that are truly aligned with you instead of honestly, just kind of wasting energy, constantly conflicting with people who are just working against you essentially. So this was a a term that I kind of coined in that era of my life um, because it really helped me create some separation and not really just take on these other people's emotions or these negative environments and like have it really impact me. And another thing is that when I read, I believe it was the fifth agreement by, by Don Miguel Ruiz, He was also the author of The Four Agreements. In that book, he describes how every mind is a world. And when I tell you that like truly changed my life, it's just like one chapter. It truly changed my life because it just made me really understand everyone's perspective. And also there was a huge thing that helped me not care so much about what other people thought of me and all that sort of stuff. But just that concept of every mind is a world, it helps me remember that everyone else has their own story. And it's not to say every mind is a world to create this separation and this divide and create like isolation. It's not about that. It's more so just that everyone has their own narrative and their own story that they're telling in their mind. And everyone is their own main character in their story. In the in the book, he kind of described it that like everyone has their own movie playing in their movie theater. And so everyone has a different point of view and their own point of view is their own main character. And so like my, my character and my best friend's story, like I'm just a side character in her story and her movie. But in my movie, I'm the main character and she's the side character and so it just kind of helps me realize that like I don't need to live in other people's worlds meaning I don't need to take on their negativity or just the weight that they're carrying like that is their own business that's their own situation like of course I'm not saying to abandon your friends if someone is genuinely needing help they need a vent they need advice like I'm not saying to ice these people out I'm talking about the people who are just like routinely and continuously negative for no reason kind of with no will or 
you know, desire for any sort of solution or to see any light at the end of the tunnel or to see it through. Like there's truly some people out there that are just negative and they just like to sit in that because that's what's comfortable to them. And it's unfortunate, but that's what's familiar to them. And so that's what feels safe. And so this is kind of who I'm talking about, like these people that are just kind of energy drainers. It's like, you need to understand that's their own world. And it is so not your responsibility to take on their weight that they're carrying Their I always used to describe it as their like backpack of bricks. That's their thing that they're deciding to carry. You don't need to take that on. You don't need to take on their heavy energy. You don't need to take on their negativity because it's just, it's not up to you. It's not your world. And I think sometimes we forget that. And then it just lets energy and emotions and mood spread like wildfire without any sort of conscious awareness and intentional choosing, I guess, of how we want to feel because we're just blindly, honestly, just mirroring and taking on the person we spoke to before, we're just taking on their energy and kind of acting from that space. So remembering that we don't, it's not our responsibility and remembering that you have kind of this energetic force field bubble around you will help you remember that you have the choice to be intentional with the way that you are actually wanting to feel. And the next tip that I have for you kind of is piggybacking off the one that I just spoke about, but my next tip is to not accept others low vibration. I want you to think about something for a second. When you are angry, when you're frustrated, when you're upset, the kicker that not everyone wants to hear, but when we're unraveling right with those emotions from other people, it's not because of what that person did, or it's not necessarily directly because of the environment you're in. At the end of the day, you are the one subconsciously choosing or lack thereof to choose a better option. So you are choosing, basically by not choosing, you're choosing to take the inherent energy that's there. And so when you're feeling like unraveling of sadness, anger, you're just feeling upset, that is always because you are choosing to take on the other people's energy or the energy in your environment or the energy in the room. And that's why I always say it's so important to live intentionally because by not making a conscious decision for better, you are subconsciously choosing what is not serving you by not making a choice. And the thing is that no one can actually make you feel a certain way. And I think that's my point when I say that we're just taking on other people's energy through lack of boundaries and via lack of awareness. It's because we, no one can actually force us to feel a certain way. Like it's always, 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 we always have the final say where it's always our reaction to a certain situation. So yes, of course, if someone didn't make a rude comment, it would be a lot easier, I guess, for you to not feel sad or angry or upset. But at the end of the day, if you truly did not care at all, if they didn't say anything that like hit home for you, that wasn't something that you took personally, like their words would hold no weight. It would hold no value. Like at the end of the day, words are just words. It's our perception and our receiving of them with a certain narrative and perspective around them that then allows us to digest those words and attach meaning to it through agreements. And then that's what's provoking an emotion, a reaction within us. So at the end of the day, it's truly not these other people's words. It's not the situation. The the situation happens and then you have a reaction to it. And that's where the emotion is coming up. It is always in your reaction. And so you always have that choice to choose not to accept 
their negative energy or the negative environment, or you can choose not to have a low vibrational response to what's going on. Because you also kind of need to understand like, like just creates more like. So if it's like, if you don't make a conscious decision to act more consciously, if someone makes a negative comment to you, or if someone is rude to you or something, someone does something that's really annoying to you at the end of the day, like you're just going to accept that and stay marinating in that same energy. It just transmutes itself into something else. So it's like, it's just going to transmute into your own POV emotion of now feeling the effects of that frustration instead of transmuting that frustration that someone showed you and turning it into something of compassion, right? Of understanding and switching it into a self-serving emotion to help with your energetic vibration, energetic frequency. So it's always a choice of kind of what you're choosing, of how you're choosing, I guess, to respond and take on these actions and the energies that's projected onto you from others and other environments. I hope that made sense. I feel like I kind of got on a little spiral on that one, but I hope you guys were picking up what I was putting down. Next tip that I have is to stay present with mental affirmations. This one's really big for me, especially in my family. Like there are certain things where you unfortunately can't help when you're in certain situations, right? Sometimes it is family. I feel like it's easier when you're with friends, you kind of can create, you have more leverage to create more distance there, or you're in a social situation where you can leave or not hang out with them at lunch or whatever the case may be. But I feel like sometimes with family, especially when you're living with them, that's just the environment that you're in. Of course, you can go into your room and try to be alone, but still, it's just you're still in the space. So something that I did that always used to really help me is I just would really remind myself and affirm to myself that I do not need to absorb these emotions, this energy around me. I don't need to act immaturely like I don't need to feed into this toxicity What's going that's going on right now and just that mental affirmation like constant reminder helped me to kind of get my head out of the gutter because that leads me to my next tip which is to create space what I mean by this is to create space with your emotions and I think having those mental those affirmations and also staying present helps with that creating space and so what I mean by this concept of when we this is what we normally do it's very common to identify with our I don't know. I guess I've been referring to them as negative emotions, but like they're definitely just lower frequency emotions. And, you know, a lot of times we will identify with those lower frequency emotions, such as anger, frustration, etc. And when we do that, that just keeps us very, very stuck because now we are just literally the physical manifestation representation of those low energetic vibration emotions of anger and jealousy and fear and all that sort of stuff. And when you are identifying with these emotions, that's when there is no space to actually adjust how you respond. And that's what's then leading you to an unconscious, um, unintentional reaction, which is usually when you're a lot more of a spitfire, you're a lot more, you just have a less thoughtful, a less intentional response when you are reacting. And usually that comes from you really identifying with your lower vibrational emotions rather than creating that space. Because when you create that space and you understand, I am not anger, I am not frustration, I am just feeling these things, I'm experiencing these things, it creates space from your soul 
from these emotions rather when I feel like right when you identify with them it's like your soul is anger your soul is frustration which we all know isn't true it's not the real you it's just your ego that's reacting to these certain triggers that you're experiencing so creating space allows you to remember who you truly are and allows your soul to not get polluted I want to say by these lower vibrational emotions and that's when you can actually Re, like respond, I want to say more consciously and with more awareness and therefore more appropriately because you're looking at it from a more level-headed point of view and you're just more in the space to act more intentionally and that's always a space where we really want to be in. So my next and final tip is that you can always cleanse your energy like afterwards if you had an interaction with a coworker that really didn't make you feel good, uh, maybe there was a big argument in your family, whatever it is, maybe you went out with your friend group and your one girlfriend was like super catty to you or whatever the case may be or was just super negative and was just not passing the vibe check, you can always cleanse yourself energetically. I personally really like Palo Santo. Uh, I just, I don't know. It's what I resonate with, but my sister really likes sage. You know, if you're not into that, you can also just simply meditate. You could do mental visualization exercises to cleanse your energy. Maybe even just sitting in stillness for the meditation will help you to recharge your own energy in the way that you see fit. Also baths and getting in water is a great way as well. You can take like an energetic you know, cleansing, energetically cleansing shower. A lot of people kind of visualize their energy cleansing from like the water running on them and all that sort of stuff. So I think that's a great way to help to regroup after the fact, because we also talked about kind of prepping yourself beforehand of taking care of yourself with my mindful mornings first. And so kind of to bookend on the other side, you can also cleanse your energy afterwards if you're really feeling icky about a situation. So those are all the tips that I had for you here. I just feel like the biggest thing is, you know, at the end of the day, it's it truly is patience. And I know that's so much easier said than done, like especially when you're really getting tested and especially if there's certain things that happen over and over and over again, like it is very hard to practice patience. So always have compassion with yourself, but it just goes a really long way to take things one day at a time and pause before you react to things so you can actually respond mindfully to what's going on because it also helps you stay at your high energetic vibration and frequency rather than kind of just succumbing to their lower vibration and their lower way of life when you know that's not the life that you want to be living. And I also just want to be the voice for you guys like again especially if this is friends and even family like just know that you don't you really don't owe anyone anything. Like at the end of the day, you really don't. And I really am a very firm believer in prioritizing your peace, your peace of mind and protecting your energy. And so just, I'm not saying you need to be rude to people. I'm not saying that you need to ice people out, but I am saying that boundaries are necessary and boundaries are good. And so if you feel like there's someone in your life that's like really weighing you down, that's just really drab like you, like here, I, I want to be the one to validate you that like that is okay. Like you're not a bad person. You're not a mean person. It's you prioritizing like anyone who doesn't want you to love yourself in the same way that you love others is not a true friend or a true loved one in your life. Like no one should want that. They should want you to treat yourself with the same love that you give others. And so with it, it's like you wouldn't tell your friend just to accept 
you know, this really poor treatment or to accept this really draining environment if it wasn't serving her. Like you would tell them to remove themselves and that they deserve better. So like you needed to tell yourself that as well. And it's not something that other people need to take personally, right? I think that's a different, whole different story. Like there's plenty of people who will get offended if you will set boundaries or say, hey, like, I don't really think this friendship is is working. I don't think it's serving me. But at the end of the day, it's like, I don't ever think it's this matter of fact of being nice or mean. It's a matter of fact of just saying, hey, like, we just don't align right now. Because at the end of the day, that's all it is. Like, I'm not even someone to say, oh, that person just a really shitty person, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, I wouldn't even go as far to say that. I would just leave it at the fact of you guys just aren't in alignment anymore and that's okay. And we're not going to speak about if you're ever, ever will be in alignment again, or if that was, you think it was a mistake that you guys were in alignment previously. Like, no, like when you guys were in each other's life, you guys were aligned for a certain reason. That's why they were there. And now if you're feeling this pull for space, for distance, like you need to understand that you guys are just not meant to be aligned in this season of life and there's nothing wrong with that and no one's going to know how long that season's going to last it could be a season it could be a whole lifetime but we just need to take things day by day and there's no need to put more labels on it than it needs to be and make it more dramatic than it needs to be like at the end of the day you two just aren't aligned and that that is okay there's nothing wrong with that and you're not a bad person if you feel there's people in your life that you just don't feel aligned with anymore and you need to respect yourself and love yourself enough to make that decision for the benefit of a better quality of life for you like it's almost 2024 people we gotta we gotta be done with the people pleasing we gotta be done with the lack of boundaries like we need to be done with the lack of valuing ourselves like we are worth it we deserve good treatment we deserve good environments we deserve good people in our life and I want you to scream that from the roof rooftops because I really believe it and it's really really true so affirmation for this episode. I really like this one. It's short and sweet. It says others energy does not dictate my own. Others energy does not dictate my own. I'm going to need to be repeating this one to myself like tenfold, especially this winter. The winter months are when a lot of my family is like constantly kind of coming in and out to visit. And so there's just way more moving parts. I like to have a quiet, peaceful home and I'm so blessed to be living at home. And obviously it's way more affordable, but these winter months really test my patience and my self-awareness and me trying to act from a higher space. It really tests that. So I know this winter is about to send me for another little doozy. So I feel like this is a really good episode to run through, uh, get this out in the open, really air it out and give myself and hopefully you guys the reminders that you guys are needing. Uh, speaking of reminders, I want to remind you that um, I do still have seats on my Bali retreat open. I like to keep making my rounds because I know there's people listening who have been thinking about it and they're waiting for a sign to go. But I just want to say, first of all, we are getting closer to the trip date. We're about six months out at this point. So we're getting a little bit closer. So if it's kind of been in the back of your mind thinking, oh, that would be cool hypothetically. And you think you're just going to leave it there hypothetically. It is becoming more real. So now it's kind of the time to really try to think logistically if this is something that can fit in your schedule and your budget, etc. This also is a great time because it is the holiday season, gift giving season. If you're needing some help with being able to make this retreat happen, you can ask loved ones to help support this process of you getting over to Bali and being able to come on the trip. Also, the new year is obviously right around the corner and it really is truly the perfect way 
way to check off a lot of your New Year's goals or resolutions because you're going to a new country, you're getting out of your comfort zone, you're doing personal development, self-healing, you're meeting new friends. There's just so many moving parts to it and it's such a growth experience. And so if you have someone who has some, if you're someone, excuse me, who has some big goals in 2024, this could be a really great thing for you to kind of take the leap on and embark on um, and dive into for the new year. So I do have the trip page, of course, linked down below in the show notes and in the YouTube description box as well. There is payment plans available. So if you are looking to purchase a ticket, but you need some more time to pay it off, that's totally okay. When you go to actually purchase your ticket, you can sign up through the payment plan option and you can choose between 6, 12, and 18th month um, payment plan options for you to be able to pay off the ticket. So technically speaking, the ticket does not need to be paid in full by the time we go on the trip, I think, which is huge. Not, I think I know that is what the case is, but I'm saying, I think that's huge. I think that's sweet and super convenient. It's four, four, four on the clock. Also, if anyone else needs to sign for anything, it's 4, 4, 4 p.m. Okay, thank you guys so, so much for tuning in and listening. I feel so happy to record this podcast. I'm not going to lie. I almost didn't record something this week because I wasn't really sure, but then this episode came to me and I was like, yes, and now I'm feeling really good that we did it. So I really hope this hit home for you guys in some way, shape, or form. And if you've ever gotten any value from this podcast, literally ever, you know, might as well. And if you're looking for a way to support this podcast in a way that is completely free to you, you can always leave a rating or a review. It really, really helps this podcast kind of get pushed out more and reach more people. We're so close to 500 ratings on um, Spotify, which I'm so excited about. I think that's amazing. So if you haven't already left a review and you get some value from this podcast, it takes two seconds to leave a review. Just kind of click how many stars you feel. um, And it really helps this podcast out a ton. You can also screenshot this, post it on your Instagram story, share it with loved ones, family, friends. Um, It also really helps this podcast just reach more people and grow. My goal is to always impact more lives and doing those things helps adjust that. So thank you guys so, so much for your time this week. I'm sending you so much love and hopefully I'll see you in the next epi. Peace out.